Many years ago, I brought Mikaela and Gabby, maliliit pa sila, na Girl Scouts sila. Uh, I brought them to Iloilo. They're going to take the boat and go to Cebu for a jamboree sa mga Girl Scouts. Ang daming Girl Scouts na maliliit ang kasama ni Gabby at saka ni Mikaela. When we got to Iloilo sa PPA, sa port, sa pier, hindi pwede pumasok pag walang ticket. Eh yung dalawa, ang daming dala. Yung dala nila yata pang isang taon na damit. Okay, sa sobrang laki ng mga bag, may mga kaldero, may mga pagkain, ang daming bitbit, may banig, kung ano-ano pang dala nila. And so, I wanted to come with them, to go with them inside the pre-departure area ng pier. And I found out na hindi pwede talaga pumasok pag walang ticket. At that time, very strict ang Philippine Port Authority. Sa labas pa lang may mga canine, may mga aso. And chinecheck yung mga bagahe. So I told Gabby and Micaela, sabi ko, kaya ba ninyo yung gamit nyo? So sabi nila, pa, Girl Scout. You know? So kakayanin nila. So, I carried some of the bags. Pumasok kami dun sa area kung saan sila tutuloy na. Pagdating dun sa x-ray, sabi ng gwardiya sa akin, stop, ang walang ticket, hindi pwede pumasok. So lahat ng parents nandun lang sa labas. Yung mga maliliit na Girl Scout, sila lang pumapasok. Daladala yung mga bag nila. So I wanted to help the girls. Yun lang, hindi ako makapasok. While I was standing there looking at them, awang-awa ako sa kanila, suddenly there was this guy who came out galing sa isang office, nakabarong siya at may ID. At etong sabi niya sa akin, Father, I could not believe he called me Father kasi naka-t-shirt lang ako tsaka naka-short pants. Ang sabi ng tao sa akin, Father, sabi niya, pwede kang pumasok. I was surprised. So I was escorted by two guards. Pinapasok ako ng guards. Pagpasok doon sa loob, ang daming tao na sa loob sa pre-departure, meron akong upuan na naka-reserve. Sabi niya, Father, pwede kang umupo dito. And so I was able to assist the girls. Natulungan ko yung mga girls. Sabi nila, pwede pa akong umakyat sa barko kung gusto ko. So problema ko, hindi na ako umakyat, baka hindi rin ako bababa. Okay? So, what is the story about? Well, I did not know who let me in. Hindi ko kilala yung tao. I found out na meron akong kausap na tao sa labas. Kinakausap ko siya. Siya pala yung general manager ng PPA. So when I went inside, pinapasok niya ako. That guy, yung pinaka-head ng PPA, pinapasok ako. So what is that telling us today, that story? Well, hindi lahat ng tao, hindi lahat ng tao na kilala mo ay kilala ka. Okay? At hindi rin lahat ng hindi mo kilala, okay, may mga tao na hindi mo kilala, 
pero kilala ka. They know you. So that day, I did not know I knew the, the general manager of the PPA knows me. Okay? We bring that in our life today. In our first reading, this is what God said to Cyrus, a pagan king. Sabi niya, I have called you even though you do not know me. Okay? I have called you even though you don't know me. Now, who is Cyrus? Cyrus was a Persian king. A very, very ruthless king. Napakampintas na tao. Itong si Cyrus. He was so powerful na walang ibang hari na makaka-stop sa kanya sa mga plano niya. And God used him to bring Israel, the nation of Israel, the children of Israel, God used him to bring them back to their own land. You know? God can use the wicked to help His people. In fact, God can use anybody. You know? God does not use good people only. God can use the bad people as well to fulfill His plans and purposes. Yan ang tandaan natin. God is never limited. That is what our first reading is teaching us. Even though we do not know, sometimes, hindi natin alam ang daming nangyayari sa buhay natin. Favor upon favor, blessing upon blessing, coming into our life simply because God knows you. Can you tell the person beside you, God knows you? Yeah, He does. He knows you inside out. Kilalang kilala ka ng Diyos. In fact, the scripture says, even before we were born, hindi pa nagtatagpo yung mga magulang mo, kilala ka na ng Diyos. Hindi pa nililikha ang mundo. God has not yet created the world. God already knew you from the very beginning of time. God already saw you. And the mere fact that you are here on earth today, nandito ka sa mundo, hindi nagpaplano ang Diyos kung anong gagawin niya para sa'yo. Tapos na po yung plano niya para sa'yo. It's already finished. Amen? That's why our second reading reminds us Paul was writing to the Thessalonians. Sabi niya, you have been chosen by God. And so God gave them His Word. And they received the Word. And sabi niya, now we are sure of your election. Now we are sure that God has chosen you. Why? Because when we came to you to bring the message of God to you, you accepted it freely. Now what is the second reading teaching us? Second reading teaches us today. As God's people, if we receive the Word of God, it would truly bless our lives. Amen? We have been chosen. We have been, we have been known by God from the big, very beginning of time. Kilala na tayo ng Diyos. And He sends His Word to us. When we receive that Word, when we accept that Word, that Word would truly bless our life. Now, the opposite 
Ganon din, totoo din yung opposite. When we reject His Word, it will not be good for us. Amen? Irregardless whether we know God or not, when we receive the Word, the Word would bless us. Amen? Pag hindi natin tinanggap at hindi natin sinunod yung salita ng Diyos, hindi po mabuti para sa atin yan. Amen? Even if we don't know God, His Word will always work. Amen? Blessing if we receive, curses if we reject His Word. Now, let's go to the Gospel. Our Gospel today encourages us to ask this question to ourselves. Sabi nga sa scripture, if you judge yourself, you will not be judged anymore by God. Okay? So, dapat marunong tayo mag-evaluate ng buhay natin. Minsan, may mga tao, they evaluate their life on their deathbed. Yung malapit ng mamatay, naghihingalo na sa kama, doon mag-evaluate ng buhay. Okay? If we can do it earlier, much better. In the morning, when you wake up, when you look at your face in the mirror, who do you see? Sinong nakikita mo? Okay? Tandaan natin yung question na yan. Every morning when you wake up, you look at the mirror, face the mirror, who do you see? Sinong nakikita mo? So the gospel today starts with Jesus being confronted by the Pharisees again, there were two groups who came to see him. These two groups of people, the Pharisees and the Herodians, they are not in good terms. Magkaawa yung dalawa na yan. The Pharisees believe that Israel, the nation, should not pay taxes to Caesar. Ayaw talaga nilang sinakop sila ng mga Romans, pagans. They're angry that they are subject to the pagan government of Rome. Etong mga Herodians, they are also Jews. But they love the Romans. Gusto nila yung kultura ng Romans. Okay, kagaya ng Pilipinas noon. Nung sinakop tayo ng mga Kastila, there were provinces who revolted against Spain. Pero may mga probinsya na ayaw nila magrevolution because they love the culture of Spain. Okay? Hindi ko nasasabihin kung anong city, pero mayroong isang city sa Pilipinas na pinaglaban nila yung mga Kastila. Okay, ayaw nilang paalisin yung mga Kastila. Well, anyway, the Herodians and the Pharisees, they fight because the Pharisees believe and they really hate the Romans. They want the Romans to get out of their country. They don't want to pay taxes. They don't want to obey the king, the emperor of Rome. At that time, it was, uh, I think, Tiberius Caesar. The Herodians, well, ito yung mga Jews Okay, they are believers of God, but they submit 
sa mga Roman authorities. Ito na yung makikita mo na itong mga tax collectors. Kaya ang tingin sa kanila, traidor eh. You know? They are Jews, but they work for the Roman government. So one time, these two groups, they came to Jesus and they asked Him a question. But the question was a trick question. Pinagkaisahan nila si Jesus. Magkaaway sila, but at that time, pareho silang ayaw nila si Jesus. Okay? So yung dalawang magkaaway, they have now a common enemy, nagsama sila. And they wanted to trick Jesus. Okay? Anong trick nila? Well, the trick is, they want Jesus to say yes or no sa tatanungin nila. And kahit anong sagot ni Lord, Jesus will be in trouble. The question that they asked him, the trick question is, Lord, is it lawful for us to pay our taxes to Caesar? Now take note, may malisya talaga yung tanong na yan. Pinaplanuhan nila si Jesus. They want Jesus to get in trouble. If Jesus would answer, yes, we should pay our taxes to Caesar, then the Herodians will say, ah, pabor ka sa Rome. And the Pharisees will get angry at him. Traitor ka na ngayon. You are now a traitor to our country. If Jesus would say, no, no, it's not lawful to pay your taxes to Caesar, now he will get into trouble with Rome. That is sedition and rebellion. Parang sinasabihan mo yung mga tao, huwag kayong magbayad ng buwis sa gobyerno. Now, if you campaign telling people not to pay taxes to the government, makukulong ka talaga. So, wala talagang patutunguhan si Lord pag sinagot niya yan ng yes or no. Either way, either answer yes or no, Jesus would get into trouble. Amen? First lesson we have to learn. Do not test the Lord your God. Huwag niyong subukan ng Diyos. Because it will blow up on your face. Sasabog yan sa mukha mo. If you try to trap God or put God on a spot, yung gagawin mo, sasabog sa mukha mo. And it did happen to them. Okay? Ang unang sagot ni Lord sa kanila, sabi ni Lord sa kanila, hypocrites. Yan ang unang tanong ni Lord. Sagot ni Lord sa kanila. Hypocrite. Okay? Because Jesus already knew what was in their heart. Jesus already knew that they were trying to put Him on a spot where He will get into trouble. Alam na ni Lord yan. Kaya sabi ni Lord, Hypocrite. Bakit hypocrite? Eh, tingnan mo naman yung unang pasakalya nila when they approach the Lord. Lord, we know you're a good teacher. Lord, we know that you speak the truth. Lord, we know that you are a very just person. Anong ginagawa nila? Binobola nilang Diyos. Ano sa English yung binobola? Can anybody tell me? Sa English yung binobola. 
football. Hindi siguro mali. Uh, may expression sa English, you're pulling my leg. Parang ganyan. Niloloko nyo lang ako. And you know, sometimes ganyan. No? Second lesson, huwag nyong subukan lokohin ng Diyos. Sasabog din yan sa mukha nyo pag ginawa nyo yan. That's why when they approach the Lord, they say, Oh, you're a good teacher. Lord, napakabait mo talaga. Lord, napaka, napaka, you're so uh, honest. You're so sincere. You know, they try to flatter the, him with their lips. But the Lord said to them, Hypocrites. Okay? Is it lawful to pay our taxes? Sabi ni Lord, hypocrites. Show me the coin that you pay for your taxes. Labas ka agad yung pera. Akala ko ba galit sila sa Rome? Patawak nila yung pera ng Rome. Diba? That's hypocrisy. They, they say that they hate the pagan government. They say they hate the government, but they carry the money of the government in their pockets. Hawak nila. Hypocrites. Diba? Galit tayo sa corruption. Sino sa inyong galit sa corruption? Yeah, talagang ayaw natin. Doon sa amin, merong tumatakbo na kagawad doon. And every time mag-election niya, siyang kumukuha ng basura namin. He runs for kagawad in our barangay. And every Saturday, siya mismo kumukolekta ng basura namin. And every morning, pag nakikita ko siya, linalabas ko yung basura namin. Good morning sa akin yan. Father, good morning. Can I get your garbage? Kasi sinabi ko sa asawa ko, bubutohin natin to. Eh sabi nila, kurap yan eh. Eh wala eh, parang mabait naman. You see? Sample yan. Kahit kurap, kung nakikinabang ka, okay na lang. Diba? Galit tayo sa magnanakaw, pero pag nakikinabang tayo sa nakaw niya, okay lang. Kulturang Pilipino. So pag nanalo na siya, and he wins all the time, nananalo talaga siya. When he wins, pag nanalo yan, hindi mo na makikita. Dadami yung basura mo sa labas, walang kukuha. Okay? Kukunin na naman pag malapit na naman yung election. Eh see, we, we fall into the trap all the time. Yan ang hypocrisy. No? Galit na galit tayo sa mga government officials na corrupt. Tayo naman ang bumoto sa kanila. Okay? We're the ones who put them into office. Ganyan na lang yan palagi. etong election, boboto tayong lahat. Labas yung pera. Babaha na naman ang pera. Pagkatapos ng election, reklamo tayo ng reklamo sa mga opisyalis na binoto natin. That's hypocrisy. So Jesus confronted them and sabi nila, Is it lawful for us to pay our taxes? If he say yes, he'll get into trouble. If he says no, he will still get into trouble. So ang sinabi ni Lord, Give me a coin that you give for the taxes. And they gave him a denarius. It's a coin. And this is what Jesus asked them. Whose 
portrait can you see in this coin? Whose image and whose inscription can you find in this coin? And they answered, it's Caesar's. Dan itong napakagaling sagot ni Lord. Hindi niya sinagot ng yes or no. Is it lawful to pay taxes? The Lord said, Well, kung mukha ni Caesar ang nandyan sa coin na yan, then you give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar, and you give to God what belongs to God. So it's not a yes or no answer. And they were so shocked. So amazed at the wisdom of our Lord Jesus Christ. Nagulat pa sila sa wisdom niya. Diyos na yan. Amen? Wala kang laban dyan. But the thing I would like you to remember today when we go home, nung sinabi niya, you give to Caesar what belongs to Caesar. When you look at the coin, kaninong muka ang nandyan? And at that time, yung coin na yan, yung denarius na yan, it has the profile image of Tiberius Caesar. But at the back of that coin, may nakasulat dyan, Tiberius Caesar, son of Augustus Caesar, the one God. So, si Augustus Caesar was made God by the Romans. So yung anak niya na si Tiberius, automatic Diyos din. Yan ang nakasulat sa coin. And Jesus said, okay, if it has the face of Caesar, it has the inscription of Caesar, you give it to Caesar. But you have to give to God what belongs to God. Amen? Why? Why? Because when you look at yourself in the mirror every morning, Whose image do you see? Amen? Our coin has the image of man. Lalo na yung coins natin ngayon, di ba? Mukha ng mga heroes natin. Kaya nung binalita na yung 20 peso bill, gagawin ng barya, inisip ko kaagad, bibigat ang offering natin. Hindi dadami, bibigat lang. Kasi yung papel, magiging bariyan na. Okay? Di ba pag naglagay ka ng 20 pesos sa offering envelope, ang ganda kasi papel eh. Ngayon yung 20 pesos mo na ibibigay sa envelope mo, bariyan na lang. Coin na siya. Okay? When you see the coin, you see the image of man. You give what belongs to man. Sabi niya, give what belongs to Caesar. But when you look at yourself in the mirror every day, can you see God in your face? Because in Genesis, the scripture says, we were created in the image and likeness of God. No creature in the entire creation has that image of God. Only man, only you and me. We have that image. So when you look at yourself in the mirror and you see God, this is the next question I would like you to ask yourself. Do I give to God what belongs to God? 
The tax says it belongs to the government, you give it. But your life, your love, and your fidelity, your loyalty, it belongs to God who created you. And now, ang question natin ganito, do you give to God what belongs to God? Do you give your obedience to God? Do you surrender your fidelity and loyalty to God? That is a good question that we must answer. Yung sagot niyan will lead you in your life. Good or bad, depende sa sagot mo. Who do you see every time you look at the mirror? Ang hirap naman pag tiningnan mo yung mirror, pera ang nakikita mo. Di mukhang pera ka na. Diba? When you look at yourself in the mirror, we should see God in us. And this is what I love about coming to church every Sunday when we come together. We come together every Sunday and every time we come together when I see you, you see me, we see the image of God in our community. Wherever I look, I see the image of God. I see the face of God in my brother, in my sister. And it reminds me na kung anong mukha mo, anong image ang nakikita ko sa'yo, ganon din ang nakikita ko pag tinitingnan ko ang salamin tuwing umaga. See the image of God. Now the question is, do I give to God what belongs to God? Bakit hindi ko binibigay? If His image is inscripted in me, then why am I not giving to Him what belongs to Him? And more than the image of God in your face, tandaan natin at huwag kalimutan, yung mukha natin nakaukit din sa puso ng Diyos. You may not see your face on a coin. You may not see, hindi mo makikita yung mukha mo sa pera, pero sigurado ako, yung mukha natin, mukha mo, mukha ko, nakaukit yan sa puso ng Diyos. Nakasulat yan, ang pangalan mo. Amen.